It's the Mego Museum Podcast. Scott and Brian each sold separately. Hey everybody, happy Monday. This is Scott from the Mego Museum Podcast. Uh, it's just me tonight. Brian Heiler sent over some uh, audio files of interviews from his time at Mego Meet, and then I believe he promptly collapsed from exhaustion after driving back to Canada from West Virginia. So I just wanted to get these up and online as soon as possible so you could hear some of the stuff that was going on. Brian sat down with uh, Jason and David from Castaway Toys to talk about all the cool stuff that they brought to the meet and the general philosophy behind Castaway. Um, really great couple of guys to talk to. Um, an interview with a guy named Bob Howard who's doing an interesting Mego project I think you might be excited to hear about. And finally, last but not least, uh, a sit down with Alt Baltazar, which is always a ton of fun. So we will be having another Mego Museum podcast later this week to review what happened at Mego Meet and um, talk all about it. In the meantime, uh, check the blog at MegoMuseum.com and uh, as well as the forums and Facebook. People have been posting lots of photographs uh, from Mego Meet of all the cool stuff and cool people and cool times that were had by all. Okay, so take it away, Brian Heiler, Wheeling, West Virginia, Mego Meet 2011. Okay. But you do got to tell us when we're actually actually live. We're actually live. Okay. I'm sitting here with Jason and David, known to most people as Castaway Toys. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, what's up? So you guys have had a lot of things to say today. Yes. Um, yeah. Why don't we talk, first of all, about the elephant in the room, the, uh, the reveals. Uh, figures you revealed today? Yep. Um, Buster Crab, uh, Flash Gordon in an eight-inch scale, which is amazing looking. If, if you haven't seen it, it's on uh, our Twitter right now, and um, you're doing some more monsters. Monsters. That's Jason's. That's Jason's Bailey. Yeah, I mean, come, being a being an AI and Lincoln uh, collector and, and trying to steal things away from Brian on eBay whenever I could. Uh, <laughs> love the, you were my nemesis. Yeah, I know you too. The dial-up. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we became friends. <laughs> but. The, uh, just loving that, that whole knockoff, uh, I pretty much just had a love affair with knockoffs and on, on everything for a long time, all the foreign stuff, and so that's kind of the, the, the vibe, I guess, I guess. The monsters have been very good for you guys. They have been, yep. and uh, the, the cool thing, I guess, for us is that we can, we're not trying to make something look like, you know, a known, a known property or something. We can just go crazy with it, and, and uh, you get the flavor, uh, trying to get that 70s knockoff flavor out there but you you know who the characters are even though they may look a little different or they you know we can put some wild paint schemes on them and yep. it's fun it's a it's our i guess our creative outlet the fun stuff and the cool thing uh, about it for us is, has been with our production figures and with these is that you don't see our stuff up for resale which which gives us the message that people buy our stuff and they hang on to it they're not they're not reselling it and, and I've I've wanted a set of our original monsters, and, and I thought later I could just buy a set, pick a set up, and and um, they just don't they don't come available. So that, that that's kind of a good feeling that that uh, people are actually appreciate, and they're like, hey, when these guys put something up, I better buy it because I'm not going to be able to get it later, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and just to talk to that, the, the two figures, the, the two figures were they're, they're coming out. Um, Jason did a phenomenal job on this. Phantom of the Not Opera that we that we're putting out it's unbelievable. I mean, it is straight up Ben Cooper Halloween mask, cr 
crazy paint scheme. Yeah. Awesome clothes. Just like, what in the heck you were really these guys smoking? You really let the smoking? colors run wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What that these guys kind smoking? of captures yeah. the spirit of what knockoff toys were like. Well, we, we have a black and, and gray cape. And, and we could have put that on there to look it look more Tasteful. like the traditional. Yeah, I like the funky cape. Yeah, and we have a yellow and red. I'm like, no, we, we got to use that one. The Pan right, of the then, Opera. Yeah, and then we, to, to make it all tied in, we put little red pupils on his eyes and, and yellow, yellow and red eyes, and they, they go with it, the cape, you know. And he's purple with, like, a light green dry brush. I, mean, I always wanted, I always view the Phantom as purple. I yeah. don't yeah. know why. I, I actually was looking on, uh, when I was trying to figure out the paint scheme, I was looking on eBay, and I, I had found some, like, knockoff, you know, old monster masks or something, and I saw this purple one with green <laughs> hair, and I'm like, that's it, <laughs> you know? And so... Uh, I wonder where that originated from, because I've seen it on a bunch of yeah. times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's just, I guess that's the fun the fun stuff. We, we for the price point we sell those at, um, but we, we put a lot more time and effort uh, airbrushing and dry brushing, and um, it's more of a labor of love and a fun thing for us and a fun project that it is. Uh, and, the thing, and some of the things that make those possible, make those possible. One of the biggest things is Tim Barron. The guy's artwork is just phenomenal. He gets it. He likes it. He he gets. It's like, it's like when you're working with an artist like Tim, you can give him a little bit of freedom. But you say, hey, this is what it needs to be. This is the vibe I'm going for, and he nails it. You know. So you, so what you do is you not only have a great looking figure. But you had you tie it together with some with some crazy creepy classics artwork and it's just it works. Yeah, you use great artists. I mean, you got Chris Franklin. And I was going to mention Chris, and I, I don't know if you put the pictures of his art on the or the Flash Gordon on the Twitter, but uh, he, Actually, put, he posted he posted it. Oh, he posted oh, it at the museum. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we you know we when we did the Captain Action, the the, the guys were like, oh, we, we were wanting to do something a little more a little more modern and this and that, and we 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 went with the uh, the old school. It goes we had to flavor. And Chris is a master at uh, doing the '70s style, you know, oh, yeah. artwork. It's uh, I'll, I'll let uh, Chris is doing a brick man to super collector. Yeah, for nice. us. That's right awesome. now. He, he, he mentioned it to me. He's beautiful. like, "Don't don't say anything. I'm working on this comic." But I'm like, "That's cool. I won't say anything." You know, well, that's like the Phantom. When he's in Phantom. I was like, "Man, I want some straight up Charlton looking yeah. '60s," yeah. and that's what he did. You yeah. got yeah. you got a fade out shot. That's exactly what I thought. That's like we Charlton. were we were we were actually looking at a Phantom, you know, Charlton comics, and we're like, "Hey, this get this feel." It's kind of got a chunky style to yeah. it. Yep. I yep. like it. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah, that really shone we, through. Chris has been a tripper too. We. Uh, over some of these projects, he got beat to death, and 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 uh, he he did things uh, away, and the licensor kind of argued with us a little bit, and he just kept he he got through it and got it done. So it's well, that's uh, cool. yeah. We also got the the I guess the we've got uh, we're doing 12 inch uh, Buster Crab Flash Gordons now as well, and those will be probably up for sale in the next month or so. We've already got them here. Ready to go, and you've got an exclusive outfit for one of them too, the pilot outfit that we're doing. In the we're doing the chapter, yep. yeah. and so that's been fun. We've been back watching the serials and getting the whole vibe from the from it. it was a great show, and um, we we don't want people to get alarmed and think that we're uh, abandoning the uh, eight inch market. Uh, the, the main the main thing is we're collectors, and we we don't just collect eight inch figures. Yeah. We collect 12-inch and art toys and, and Star Wars and all this and that. Yeah. So, you know, the whole thing is being a creator is uh, making the stuff that you you always wanted to make as a kid or the stuff you like, and that's that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, it shows. And um, I guess we should kind of address the whole issue. You guys have had a bad stroke of luck with uh, a disreputable company um, hijacking your molds, but yeah. you're, you're not you're not down for the count here. No, I mean, I, I was going to say it earlier, but. The, 
I think the only reason why Dave and I are still in business is because people have pissed us off and put obstacles in our way. And, <laughs> you know, otherwise we would have got bored with it and quit. Yeah. People have all along have said, you guys can't do that. You guys can't make the Phantom and sell enough to make any money. You guys can't do Captain Action. Nobody's going to buy Captain Action. You know, we've had, we've had some, uh, you know, we've hit our head against the wall with people certain, and, and had obstacles. And this is uh, the kind of fire you need to get in your belly to, to say, hey, you know, this is, we're, we're still doing it. We're just getting started. You know, you, you've upset us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know you've what I mean? Awo- you know, what's the old uh, the World War II? You've awakened a sleeping giant. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's a giant, so I, I, he's a big guy. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is an ethical thing uh, with the molds and stuff. And we, uh, we don't want to, we don't want to get sling mud back and forth. Um, that wasn't The, the basic, the, the kind of summarize what was going on is we were being asked, uh, or we felt like we were being put in a position to do things that were unethical um, to other other companies and other other business people. We knew um, at that point when we didn't go along with the flim flam plan that we were going to lose uh, a twenty-five thousand dollar investment, and that that was uh, important enough to us to say, "Hey, um, we're not doing that," you know, and do what you need to do. We're gonna but do what we gotta do. We're gonna we're gonna make the right decision, and we're gonna you know we're not gonna be those guys that, that do the underhand thing and, and this and that. So we've uh, we've tried not to we've kind of put the facts out there. Um, we're not gonna keep going back and forth and responding and this and that. We 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 know what happened. Yeah, we're moving past it. And yeah, there's no there's no there's yeah. no winner in a flame war. No, no, no. And, and no. It, it's um. It's a waste of time. We're we're putting our energy and focus on on our projects and, and moving things forward. So and, and and the great thing is, you know, I said this so, several times in the seminar that you know it's it's a silver lining to this cloud. We would have never been in a, in a position to work with it with Go Hero, yeah, or Zyka, or yeah. some of the other things that have come our way because of these unfortunate series of events. Yeah. So they they're, they're, there's definitely a silver a silver lining in that in that cloud. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, everybody loves a, an underdog. And, and when we post this stuff out on the different sites, we've gotten just so many uh, companies and businesses and, and just fans and people contacting us going, hey, uh, you know, we've got, we, you can use, you know, you can manufacture with us. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we're going to we help make you this. out. We, 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 yeah. You know, and so um, in some weird uh, alternate reality, um, our, our opportunities and stuff have, have grown and are in a place now that they never were in before. And so, I mean, you can sit down and be a victim, or you can you can you know do what what you set out to do, and that's that's kind of where we're at with that. You know? And you guys are also not only a toy manufacturer, but you're turning into a bit of a toy store. Like I'm looking at yeah. your table, and there's a stuff from Flat World. There's a Zyka, as you mentioned, right? And, and they're flying off the shelf today. We, we've uh, we, you know we, originally we had a budget for advertising and stuff, and that got spent uh, on molds and things, and we had no we had no advertising, so. The store started off, and it was a it was a slow kind of process, and it's been built into kind of a, a I don't know what to call it, but the is a grassroots kind of thing that we've we've stuck with and got through that that hump and everything, and so now we've just been reaching out to, to, to whoever you know other companies to try to get stuff and put it on there, and that way a person can come and get multiple items and not have to pay shipping four or five times. And it's been it's been a, a crazy success. I mean we're it, Sometimes we put stuff up for just what we paid for it because it brings people in and they, they buy you know buy other things while they buy that. And so yeah. Somebody somebody asked me why you know why would you carry somebody else's product? And I said if somebody makes something 
that thought because you're going to get cut off in two seconds. If I can have your attention, please, we are going to start the custom auction, not the custom kibash contest, but the custom auction in the main room. We're going to start that in about the next five minutes or so. Thank you. Okay. I'll record for prime prosperity. Yeah. So, so, so I was going to say, when somebody asked me, why would you carry somebody else's product? And I said, if it's good product that fits with our product, and it's good stuff, it compliments and, you. and it compliments yeah. us, to, to, to not carry it would be an emotional response to a business question. Yeah. yeah. You know this isn't, we, we don't, uh, I understand completely, yeah. I don't know, I mean, we don't know how other people look at it. We don't, we don't feel like we, we have competitors. We, we, we're doing the stuff that we want to do. Yeah. And they're doing this, everybody else is doing the stuff they want to do. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll carry everybody's stuff. If any, any products like that we can, that, that people will allow us to carry, we're, we're going to carry them. We, we'd love to, you know, this isn't. It's not an emotional thing for us, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, it's it looks great. I mean, what, what a nice assembly of quality eight-inch figures you've got there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've been we've been reaching out to folks that have uh, sold sold classic DB toy stuff in the past. We bought their collections or their what they had. We put that stuff up, and um, it just you can basically start to build characters, um, yeah, custom figures from our site. And I think that's that's what we wanted to do all along. We're we started off as customizers, so that's that's been our bread and butter. You know, your tables are crammed. Yeah, and and people are. And you've been very busy. Yeah, it's been great. The support the support since this has happened is uh, you know, it's been been phenomenal. Everybody's been been uh, you know the orders just keep coming in. Everybody's been buying stuff, and we're gonna keep finding stuff to put on there. You know, that's the that's the key, man. Keep it going. You know. Like I said, we, we we got we got we got a gut punch, but we're back we're back, and now we're mad. And we're gonna we're gonna make this thing, you know. It, our goals didn't didn't change. We didn't stop. We're still doing what we want to do, and you know, it's it's real. Yeah, one other thing I want to say about the this, the same kind of situation. So some situations happened with Zyka and Go Hero and all that. And so we've been we've been in talks with all them, and the, the exciting thing. The thing that we're kind of trying to put together is uh, is kind of a loose partnership, um, where sometimes projects can't be done because the the cost of the license is going to prohibit. You know, you'd have to pay, you'd have to charge fifty dollars for the figure. Yeah. Because you can only sell a hundred of them, and by the time you add everything up, it's it's uh, you know it's out of control. But but what you can do with licensors is, is bundle. And say, hey, we want the rights to do a 12-inch figure, an 8-inch figure, and a bust. Yeah. And th those extra uh, projects, they in some cases they don't really, they may not add any charge on. It may just be a percentage, or they may just add slightly. So we can start sharing shipping containers from China. We can start sharing licenses. So, hey, we you know we got the license for the Phantom. Oh, you guys want to do a bust for the Phantom? Hey, we'll we'll throw it at them. We'll see what we can do. And so now, uh, projects that wouldn't be possible, these these little crumbs that are left on the table, become become doable, and everybody wins. And so, that's uh, that's kind of the, the thought there. We, we're we're reaching out to people to do exclusives with with their their products, you know, and, and, and that type of thing. So, that's that's the exciting thing. Um, it, it's almost kind of a, on a small scale, like what Im Image did. Yeah. And, and and kind of the what we've been floating around, I guess the. What would be really cool is if we could get something going like that, where you got you're managing projects for four or five different companies, you're sharing insurance, you know, it, you know. Sounds your like it's good, it's good for the overall consumer. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What, what it makes does is it makes available projects that were never going to happen. Yeah, you know. I mean, our, our goal all along was never to go out and make Star Wars or make, uh, you know, we 
We like small disclaimer. We would love to make Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Please call yeah. us. Yeah. Please call me George Lucas. Yeah. No, I mean we 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 pick niche projects, you know, and and uh, and that's that's the that's the thing. We, we love it when if we can make a project make sense, and we know we're only going to sell five hundred of them. We're we're happy, you know, because we're doing we're doing what, what people are saying. Oh, you can't sell those. You know, we've had so many people say, the Phantom. Who's the Phantom? You know. Yeah. We we did three runs of them. We sold out of them every time. The, the last five hundred that we got in, I think we sold out like in a month or something. And you know, all along we've had naysayers saying, you know, you can't do it. It's not. You know, nobody's going to buy that. I think I think at some point people start to. You become a, a brand or whatever, and people people like, oh, this guy. I don't really know who the Phantom is, but man, I, I've got everything else they've done, and they do great work. And yeah, yeah. You, you become a fan of your figures, yeah. your they output. Buy, they buy you. Right. Yeah. Well, that that definitely happens with like bow and busts yeah. and, and things like that. So you you probably got a good point there. So. So yeah, this is how Sideshow can sell George Washington. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we know you can sell Star Wars. But you can also sell George Washington. Yeah. From the disappointing action figures collection. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> from the historically disappointing action figure collection. Yeah. I bought those presidents off you, and that's yeah. my. I just picture grandmas giving gifts and. I don't know what it is about oh. presidents either. They're they're just cool. I love those fun those fun I, world. Those fun, fun world presidents are kind of cool. But if I was eight, I would lose my marbles getting that. I'd be like yeah. disappointed. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Billy down the street got Spider Man. I got. Ben Franklin. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think you, you and I, and, and maybe two other people, sometimes we're the only people interested in some of these yeah. weird knockoff <laughs> crappy figures. Oh, yeah. you know? And see, that's that, 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 that was Jason's always. That was always Jason's thing. I was interested, but I didn't have to have every variant of every. This one came with a pink shirt. This one came yeah. with a red shirt. This yeah, one's got different the material. Different on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so. OCD party of one. Any OCD parting party shots, one. guys? Any wisdom? No, I mean, I think, you know, we, we, I think it, before this happened, we were, we were getting a little burnt out. We, we were, we were kind of uh, maybe arguing amongst ourselves a little bit. Just the workload. Gets Can I have everyone's attention, please? It's now time for the customs auction to benefit the Migo, or Migo Museum. Uh, please join us out in the main room. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the main thing is uh, we were getting a little burnt out and, and this and that, and now the, the fire, the fire's going, and we're we're excited about. Uh, we've got we've got a long list of projects that we're we're working on simultaneously right now, and I, w I would say we're we're just getting started. You know, we're not we're not wrapping things up. We're we're just getting going. No. Yeah. Best of luck, guys. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for sitting down, and we'll have to do a longer session with awesome. you, with Scott. So. Right, and without without constant interruption. Yes. All right, we're at Mego Meet, and I'm sitting with Bob How Howard, owner of Comic Kazi, and Bob is doing uh, a very unique project. The first time we've had something like this at Mego Meet. Uh, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit of what you're doing? Well, we wanted to come down here and uh, just really document what's going on here at Mego Meet, and the fact that everybody around has gathered around one particular product um, and have built a community. And it's always interesting to see. Uh, any kind of niche thing come in and have such a quality of a community and the fact that you guys have such a, a major presence online and you can clearly tell by reading the boards and and noticing what's going on that people are in connection with one another and have a great amount of respect for what each other's doing and that's just worth documenting mm -hmm. so we're gonna do uh, I don't know how long of a movie we're gonna do but we're definitely gonna finish something up right and you were talk we were talking and uh, 
you're trying to find its voice today. Did you manage to pull that off? I think we found a voice, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody was just so good and uh, very helpful, and it's amazing uh, all the knowledge that you guys have, not just in Migo. I mean, it's just it's a special thing to see people be able to traverse 40, 50 years of comicdom, so to speak. Yeah. Um, now, you, you brought a lot of amazing stuff to the show. I, some stuff's very tempting to me. You yourself are a collector? Yeah, I yeah. have um, pretty much an entire 8-inch line, uh, pretty much an entire 3 three quarter line, and the 12-inch line, uh, as a well of anything in the 80s, like Superpowers, Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, more than more than any man should own. <laughs> well, I think I think you'll find a lot of kindred spirits here with that. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite Mego line to collect? Well, I've definitely fallen in love with each one of them as you go to start them. You know, everything's right. something new, and you start to uh, really know the details of what the variants are, and you know what things are worth, and what you should really be you know uh, casting your your line towards to get, but. Uh, I don't know. I really fell in love with the knights when when I finally cooked into them, and unfortunately, I was into them when uh, they were you know, expensive. When they were expensive, yes. and it was such a a brutal task to complete them and and make them be. Uh, I don't know. They're one of those figures that I've noticed over the years to where. Attention, please. Anybody that has an entry into the custom kibash contest, we need to have that in in about a half an hour by three o'clock. That'll be at the front counter underneath the Mego Meat logo sign. Um, and in about five minutes, Dr. Mego will be talking about everything in the Dr. Mego world in the lecture hall. Thank you. So, um, when it comes to like the knights, and the, there's a few lines that are like that, that a like C6 figure is a completely different figure from a C9. Yeah. It's not even the same figure anymore. Yeah. It's, it's transcended something, and uh, the knights were brutal like that. Isn't it a gut punch when you see like a black knight in the box on eBay for a hundred bucks now, and you almost buy it, but you realize that's going rate? Yeah, no, I mean, or just like you can get loose boxes for twenty bucks, you know, and it is, it's, it's a, it's a little heart wrenching to yeah. say the least, and you're just like, but these are so good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But I mean, but the fact that they're out there and they were able to be reproduced, I mean, I'm sure. If I had waited, I would be so happy to see these reproductions come out because I think I would have just bided my time and bought that $100 black knight yeah. in the box and been quite happy to have it. Do you buy a lot of the new Mego stuff? or is it? Uh, you know, it's funny because I'm asked that to everybody here today. Yeah. I wanted to know what they thought of the retro action figure. And I started out customizing myself, and that was part of like one of the things that collecting Migos push me towards yeah. sculpting sewing all the things that you need to do to uh, get a figure of your own and now with all this this retro action figure stuff I mean parts are just so available and it's so easy and you yeah. can make any character you could possibly think of which is awesome and it's really the essence and the heart of what I think Amigo is mm -hmm. um, but I do have a problem <laughs> and, and this is an elitist thing and I really you know it's funny because I hate this in 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 comicdom in general, I don't like elitism, but on this one, I just find it odd that you'd want to spend, you know, forty-five dollars to fix up your Batman when you could just spend eighty-five dollars to buy a brand new mint one. And that's the only thing that I kind of, yeah, you know, throw. And, I, and granted, there are situations to where this was my Batman as a kid, and I just want to make him right. Yeah. And it's like, okay, 
That's cool. You yeah, know, yeah. There's, there's, that's, you know, I can I go with that. I guess it's your level of enthusiasm for it. Like, if, you know, for me, like a repro box, I put it on the shelf and I, it bothers me. Yeah, and no. I would rather have a beat up original and so but you know I know other people that they have nothing but repro cards and boxes and they're completely happy with it because that's they've set it to the that's where they're happy with and that's their collection yeah. and that's you know and that, and that's that's fine I mean I definitely am still passionate about seeing all that it doesn't matter if they're they're fake or they're real it's still a collection you know yeah. I tell people all the time um, you know I've been in this business god you know half my life yeah so yeah. I would see a collection of spoons. If it's well displayed and you're passionate about it and you, you can tell me about where you got them and what it means to you, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm there for you. I I'm ready you. to go down yeah. that road. But yeah, you've been collecting since you were a teen, right? I have. I really had probably, mm, I had at least a 500 to 1,000 figures by the time I turned 18, <laughs> for sure. Did you keep that hidden? No, no, no not at all. No, you know what? That was one of the things that, um, early on that I'm like why would you be embarrassed that yeah. this is something that you do I mean people collect Hummels you know I don't know I mean that's not exciting either people uh, yeah people like to have rooms that have like you know football stuff all over the place which I'm a great football fan but yeah. it's like they're proud of that room and I'm just like okay so you shopped at Walmart for an afternoon and you have this room and that's cool yeah you know yeah. and I don't it's not bringing it down it's just I don't think that Anything that you do, and clearly, that's why we're here. Because look at this community. Yeah. How could you? How could you down, or put down, something this great? You know, yeah. this many great people, and the way that they're displaying it at their homes. And that's was one of the questions I asked. I wanted to know. Yeah. Do you display it at your home? Do you? Is your family okay with you displaying at your home? What was the consensus? For the most part, but I mean, to be fair, most people have more than they can display. Right. I mean, I'm no different. I can't quite get it all out, but I bet you I have 80% of it out, yeah. um, and I try to keep it at that. If I bring something in, something's got to go out. I'm, I'm, yeah. Just because, you know, if it's really that big of a deal, you'll get it back. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's not too much that you can't get back. Um, I, I, almost nothing, you know. It's a journeyman thing to say that you see it again. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because when you get that passion and you're so hungry for it and you're, you got... You know, I always tell people, I'm like, I might as well have been a drug addict when I was in my 20s for, for like, how I felt about Migos and toys. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. spend your time thinking about it. How where to get you, them. <laughs> yeah, like, who could possibly have what I need right now? I, I, that was my first layout gigs for myself, was designing flyers. Attention, please. Dr. Migo is giving his lecture in the lecture hall. Um, there's been a slight change of plans at 3 o'clock. There will be the custom auction, and after the custom auction, we will have the drawing and the uh, results of the custom kibash contest. So, 3 o'clock, the custom auction, afterwards, the custom kibash contest. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? Was it your mom that worked for Hasbro? Like, you have a history yeah. in toy business? Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a quality c control engineer. And um, so she would go to China and check um, mostly like things that were like motorized or electronic. I mean, that was really her specialty. I mean, she went on to do work for Tyco and like plastic hearts and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so it wasn't really quite what I was into. Yeah. And she worked out of the Milton Bradley plant. So oh. it, was a, it was basically a puzzle plant. Okay. So the joy of all of that 
came a little late for me because she was doing that when I was just turning 20. But uh, when she went to China, she'd bring me back like garbage bag fulls of like Star Wars figures that haven't been out yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, I still got like a bunch of the perks, you know, yeah. obviously not as good as you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but cause just because of the era of what it was, you know, yeah. that's, it wasn't as interesting to me. I mean, if um, somebody came in and said, oh, I have mock up artwork for, you know, Num or something like that of the newest figure that's yeah. come out. I just would not be that yeah. interested. Yeah, it's not, not the, the same. same. Yeah, you know, and because everything's so reproduced and it's, it's digital so coveted, and, and like you know, there's there's storage lockers of Spawn figures all over the world right now, mint on card. Yeah, and I that that right there is a, a big difference between modern collecting yeah. and collectibles. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I try to explain to a lot of my customers is that when you buy something and you put it in your basement and you keep it mint, you're doing two things that are working against you. A, you're not enjoying it yourself. Yeah. So right there, and you've taken one out of the marketplace. So somebody else isn't enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And the second you don't have somebody enjoying it, they're not going to grow up to want to buy it. Exactly. So, and the fact that they're going to be all pristine, so there's no rarity to the figure whatsoever. Yeah. So, in their, I don't know, in their enlightened sense of wanting to make money for themselves yeah. or whatever that is, um, they're actually killing it. You must get this. Uh, I, I have a sign in a comic store that says, I buy old toys. And the owner calls me about once a month. And I know what it is. They've got old Kiss figures. And of course, they're McFarland. Hey, Brooke. Yeah. Um, they're McFarland kiss, and I always tell them, open them up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Play with them. Do yeah. whatever you can do. Yeah. To make that happen. What's the most common collectible you're brought at the store? Um, I don't know if we have a most common collectible, but it's definitely you know obviously McFarland's a huge part of the toy world now, yeah. and there's there's no stopping it. Yeah. Um, and never loose, but thank God because it would just be broken if it, <laughs> if it came in anyway. Yeah, you know I've had tubs of loose spawn that I've just kind of thrown away because it's just they're just yeah degrading before your eyes, and it's like okay, revolutionized the action figure industry for detail, but not for articulation. Well, or it's the action figure or Statuette. toy. It's this is something for a grown man to put on his computer. Yeah, and yeah. it's okay. You know, yeah, I mean, once again, yeah, I don't want to bring elitism to yeah. it. But um, the playability factor is lost, I yeah. think, in the modern toy. Yeah. And, you know, now, actually, now you see Fisher-Price coming back with, like, the little Marvel superheroes. Yeah. And, you know, I see my nieces and nephews really being drawn towards that. Yeah. To where there's such a glut in the last 10 years of it, or maybe even 20 years. Yeah. And that's kind of sad to me. I think that's what the appeal of Amigo meat is, the customization, the playability of the stuff. Like... You know, well, and in some sense, the simplicity of it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I do, uh, and if you have time, you can check it out on, on toynerd.com. There's a, an article on my customization of the little people from Fisher Price. Oh, cool. And I've done over a couple hundred of them. And I've had them milled so I could do a Galactus. Like, I mean, I've, I've run the gambit and all that stuff. And you know what? Everybody loves them because mm -hmm. they're simple. Yeah, it's just a simple thing, and your imagination and can innocent. run away. Yeah. They are innocent. Yeah. yeah. So, is uh, toynerd.com where we can find any kind of updates on your project? I think I think we can actually do that. That would okay, be a great, great thing to do because Dave's uh, an avid uh, poster, and uh, I think he posts like five times a week. 
which is pretty incredible since he's been doing it for years. I got pretty lost in it the other day. Like yeah, yesterday. did you like it? Yeah, I like it a um, lot. I can't believe I had never noticed it before. It's a great Earl. and, and um, Yeah, he does. Uh, um, you know, it's funny is that Dave's voice always comes to me. And for if I get 10 or 12 behind and I start reading through it, um, it still makes me kind of chuckle. And yeah. I can very much hear him going through that because I'm, I'm there with him yeah, at most Dave, of these adventures. For, for the listening audience, Dave is your partner. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Dave Lockwood. So he is the toy nerd. And uh, yeah, he does a great job with it. And you know, that's why we're out at like, you know, six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday heading up to New Hampshire into the boonies to any flea Blue market runs. that we can, yeah, yeah, anything you can do just to, to find something different and new and to bring it, well, and to bring it back into the toy collecting world, you know, so that this can be, you know, put off to the community and be taken care of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So many of these, like, vintage toys are just, you know, they're beaten on and they just get worse until they're thrown away. And yeah. I feel like anytime I buy something, it's coming into my shop, it's going to be cleaned up, it's going to be repaired, it's going to be taken care of and loved and then sent on to somebody that's going to care for it longer. Very so cool. that's very just, cool. you know, that's what we're all about anyway. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for sitting down, and, and I'm glad you came to me go meet Bob. Well, thank you very All much. Right, take care. I'm sitting here with Alt Baltazar, uh, artist and creator of Tiny Titans, and Patrick the Wolf Boy. Yeah, man, it's me. Hello, how you doing? So, Art, uh, which, how many Mego meets is this for you? I think this is five. I think I can't, I missed the first two, I think it was. Yeah. I think I came, I, I went twice with my wife and twice, or three times without her, or with her. Twice with daughter, three times with her, so yeah, five. Yeah, you guys make a vacation out of this, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. We, we drop the kids off at my mom's. <laughs> she watches them for five days. We take three days to get air, <laughs> two days to get home. Oh, so it's a good time, yeah. So what's your favorite part about the event? I love buying the sculpted heads and the costumes because I, I get all my custom stuff from here. And, um, and every year... I, I, I just come here every year and stock up on stuff and then try to do customizing all year long. Yeah. And um, I I started in 2006 with the customs, and I already have like probably about 300 of them at home. Probably about 300 customs at home. I just started in 2006. I ran across Doc Migo's table at Florida, and I wonder why he had all those Batman boots. Yeah. <laughs> so I know he was, he was wondering who I was. He thought I was a spy or something. Because he asked, who do you work for? And at that time, I said, I was work, I worked for Disney. And he walked away from the booth. Yeah. <laughs> and he let me talk to his buddy. So, But he's the one who got me started. He, uh, he built a Batman in, fr in front of my eyes. And and then uh, I found out about Meagle Meat and the Meagle Museum. And that's it. Yeah. I showed up. Yeah, you're, 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 uh, you're a highly productive customizer yeah. for anyone not in the know. <laughs> and, and one of the things that... Uh, that I noticed is you shove a lot of Mego love into your comics, including your oh, yeah. customs. Um, what's your favorite um, Mego cameo that you've done in the comics? I love. Um, I always have Robin playing with him, but uh, and and I have him always in Wayne Manor if he's playing with the Batmobile or on the floor. He has Penguin or Joker and and uh, and the figures. And, but the best one was uh, I got to draw like nine pages of Ambush Bug, and in the in the office they had a shelf with all my all my yeah. dc customs around there it was a whole bunch of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because whenever i put the miko guys in the comics i always get an email or a phone call asking me uh, who are they or where did i get them or who are what are those and i say they're customized and 
and everyone who knows it responds who's copied an email yeah i saw his work that, that's true he's got those on his website yeah. <laughs> so so it's pretty funny the ambush bug ones are nice it was it was cool and you have your own podcast, right? Yeah, it's called Oh Yeah Podcast. And where can we're people a, find that? We're on the Word Balloon Network with John Sunchips. Sunchips? Sun, I call him Sunchips, sometimes Yoko Chips. But we're on, um, I think it's Oh Yeah Lisbon. Uh, I think that's the word. But it's, uh, if you put Oh Yeah Podcast, Art Baltazar, you find me on the search. And we're on, uh, my buddy's on the Word Balloon, and it's the, Word Balloon's the number one comic book podcast, uh, according to USA Today. Very cool. Yeah, so we're on his network, and it's real cool. We were nominated for a Noisy Award, too. I don't know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a first-time podcaster. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. So uh, what have you picked up this weekend? I got a bunch of heads. I got a bunch of Castaway stuff. bought a bunch of Doc Migo heads. And, uh, man, I just buy heads. And I, I bought a magazine rack, too, that comic book rack. You bought the comic book yeah. center? Yeah. Oh, I said, I'll, cool. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of for a comic artist. That's kind of yeah. the essential office tool, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm gonna get home, but <laughs> when I, <laughs> I got that problem I, yeah, going. On. It, it cuts. He said it breaks in two, so I could put it in the back of my van. But yeah, but that's a cool. That's a cool purchase. That's very cool. Congrats on getting that. Yeah, that they got that nice metal plate with Spider-Man and Archie on top. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what sold me. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. awesome. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, Art. man, I love your okay. podcast, dude. Thanks. You're awesome. We'll have to have you on as a, an extended guest. With yeah, Scott that'd be cool. That'd be great. We could Skype with headphones and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do. Awesome. Beautiful. Okay, awesome, man. Dude. Right thanks, on, man. Oh yeah, podcast. Bye, Migo.